What's up, messy people? It's your girl, Erica. If we've never met before, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to this messy-ass place. If, you know, you've already been here, again, welcome. You never know what you're going to get. You never know who I'm going to be. How was everyone's week today? I love to ask. I'm never going to hear it because I'm talking to myself, but, you know, it's common courtesy. I just got to ask how your week is, how you're doing, how you're feeling. I am getting back into it, getting back into the groove. It still was a little hard. I had to go to a funeral. I just... I broke my tooth more because I'm just failing as a human. And yeah, but it, it's looking to be up. It, it, it's getting there. Slowly but surely, it is getting there. It's October fully now. It's spooky season. Loving it. I went to Spooky World. If you've never heard of Spooky World, it's like... It's like Universal's Halloween nights. It's like, you know, they got some haunted houses. But, man, they've really gone downhill. It's a fun time. So, you know, I still always go. I still support. I've been going for years. But two of the houses didn't even have haunters. And that might not even be on them. They might just not even have enough people. Because no one wants a job even to scare people. I would do that. If I had time in the day, I would do that, I should say. Because we have a few little haunted houses here and there where I live. But that'd be cool. You get to dress up and scare people all day. Why wouldn't you want to do that? That's a cooler job than what I'm doing. So get out there and help people. It's only for a month. My God. Yeah, I went there. I'm not a, uh, you know... I'm, it's not that those things scare me, okay? Like, I'm not afraid of clowns. I'm not, uh, well, I am terrified of dolls. I'm that person. I think porcelain dolls are souls hidden inside of them. I used to have one. They followed, the eyes followed me around. And I know it's probably an illusion. That's the trick of it. But no, this girl was watching me. I don't know what spirit was hiding in her, but she was watching me. And I also was permanently damaged by the movie Dolls as a child. I have not watched it as an adult. It could be the worst movie in the entire world, but I just, I refuse. I refuse. So someone to go watch it. I know that the all the dolls are killers. Like, they're in this house. I know that my grandmother had one of the dolls. Or a doll that looked similar, which is what terrified me. And if you've ever seen my TikTok, yes, I have a TikTok. I have a video where uh, there's three dolls laying on the bed. Those dolls haunt my life. My gram made them or someone made them for her. They're homemade. I don't care. They're terrifying. She doesn't need them. She just sets them on the bed, right? And then at night, she would take them off the bed and set them on the floor. And I'd have to like walk by to go to the bathroom. And then there they are just on the floor staring at you at like two o'clock in the morning. Gonna murder you. Not a fan. Not a fan. So... Those could just go forever. But everything else there doesn't really scare me except for chainsaws. Chainsaws terrify me. And it's more of like a trigger warning for me because... Or I don't know, a warning. It's not a warning. If I see it, it's a trigger. It's just happening. Uh, My cousin's father... He used to work at a really famous hayride that we had in in my area. And, I mean, famous. Like, everyone went to it. You went every single year. It was, like, the biggest thing to happen in October. Uh, it used to be at, like, a racetrack. Uh, 
And I mean, this place would get booked and people would wait inside of the the racetrack and they did like face painting and food and they always showed the Wizard of Oz, always. So it's, it's funny because I always just um, now associate the Wizard of Oz as being a horror movie. And I mean, kind of is if you think about it, like there's a lot of murder going on and those monkeys are creepy and people are and you can dress up for as like everybody's Dorothy, everyone for Halloween all the time because Wizard of Oz is a horror movie. That's, That's what it is. And they always showed it. And then you'd get on the hayride and he used to be a haunter. And this was back in the day when they could take you off the hayrides. Like, you would get asked, I believe, prior, like, someone would be like, tap, tap, hey, you want to uh, be taken off the hayride and look like we're killing you in the woods? Oh, yeah, sure, why not? So they would do that, like, they would literally take you off and just keep you in the woods, and it would be like that, like, for kids, oh, my God, they they're, they got taken, blah, blah, blah. And, um, or they'd, like jump on it because this was old school like your legs dangled they used to pull at your legs they would jump on the hayride take you off like nowadays you have to be like legs and arms and you don't even sit towards like the scares you don't sit on hay like not like you used to sit on hay and it just wasn't as fun even when our hayride changed and you had to sit like I remember one year you did have to sit back too on seats. The scares still came up on the hayride. Because how are they supposed to scare you if you're not even facing them? And I know that there's been a lot of like, it's like liability because uh, there have been a few deaths. Especially this poor girl at one we have around here called Pumpkin. I think I believe it's called Pumpkin Land. Uh, I had been on their hayride a few times. It was pretty good. It was scary. But uh, I don't know what happened. I think the hayride was over. And they were, like, coming back. And he took the turn too fast. And it was his fault. I I know that he was at fault. It wasn't just, like, some mere kind of accident. But it flipped over and it like crushed the 16 year old girl and they don't even have the hayride anymore like it just devastated the entire area the town I know I don't even think pumpkin land was open the next year they're open now but it was it was super sad so I know that's why hayrides aren't really like they used to be but when they were like that, and he worked there, he was a chainsaw guy at one point, and he jumped up on the hayride, and obviously he's trying to scare us the most, because he's the scare, and it hit me in the back of the neck, and like, my neck went numb, like, I felt paralyzed, I couldn't lift my head back up, because it was so painful, it was like stuck, I don't know if he just happened to like, hit a nerve or a muscle, and it just obviously was like, I don't know, just cramped up or something. But as a kid, I'm like, oh, I'm dead. This is it. He killed me with the chainsaw. <laughs> and so, like, after that, I just I just think about that pain again of being hit in the neck with a chainsaw. So when I go to these stupid things, I just don't want them near me. I don't want it at all. And so... At Spooky World, we went on the hayride first. It's not really ever scary. I, like, I did jump a few times, but it's more visuals. They have really cool visuals on their hayride. And then we did, like, the walkthrough one, which, oh, my God, it got me. There was, like, a lady hiding behind a fence, but she, or I think it was a lady. It could have been a man. I didn't really see the face. But they were just right there, like, crouched, crawling. I think I jumped, like... 10 feet in the air she got me so good it was so bad but there was a chainsaw at the end and let me tell you I was I was in a runner or track star I was a track Olympian I was out of there so fast I was out of there so fast that I tripped it caught myself and still I because I 
that's how horror movies are. The girl always trips and that's when she gets murdered. I tripped and I got myself right back on my feet and I saw the shadow and I was ready to punch him. Like, cause I was ready to just knock this guy out. My instincts were telling me survive and it ended up being the poor girl that was with us. My uh, friend's fiance's sister. And I was like, oh my God, I almost just knocked you out because she was also running from the chainsaw. So that was a, that was a pretty fun time. But the rest of it was eh, not the same. And that might not even be their fault. So I don't want to hate on them. It's probably because they don't have enough workers, which is a bummer. But there's plenty of more to go to. I just can't believe it's already like the second week into October. And I'm like, how am I even going to make time to even do more now? Because I'm, I have a Halloween party I get to play at. And I have my, this weekend is all booked. Like I got the fair, I got a movie viewing party. And then I got Halloween at the end of the month. And I'm just working nonstop. But that is not going to stop me from having Halloween fun. I just got to, I got to watch some movies. I want to watch something I haven't seen. So if anyone is listening and can recommend a horror movie that I have not seen, because I guarantee I've probably seen it, but I'm not going to be like that person that goes, oh no, I've seen every horror movie. Because there's probably some I haven't. But if you have a good recommendation, let a girl know. Because I need to start watching some horror movies. It's spooky season. I I get to get into it. But it's also allergy season. If you can't tell, I'm still suffering. I am so congested. It's the worst. I also went to Salem again. And that was a fun time. Except I had a headache the entire time. So... It's like, God, Salem's just, is not loving me, but I'm loving you, so you have to deal with it. I went to a place called Die With Your Boots On. It was beautiful. I bought a, oh my God, I bought a movie monster shirt, like a crop top that buttons and tie. Oh my God, it's so stinking cute. And I paid like $60 for it. I should not have paid that much money for a crop top but I don't even care because it was so it was cute like I'm never gonna see this crop top anywhere ever again so shout out to die with your boots on you guys are like a mate the the leather corsets they had and I'm talking like not sheen style corsets not like you went to spirit Halloween and got these these were like heavy duty leather corsets and leather skater skirts oh talk about freaking cute outfit if I didn't live in a state that was all humidity I would walk around with like in that outfit all day it was so cute I kind of wish I got it and they were like obviously I paid a little too much money for my crop top but again it was like a certain brand it's, I'm never going to find a shirt like that again. And if you guys go and freaking Google and find a shirt that's cheaper, just don't even show me. All right. Let me live in my moment and pretend that I will never find a shirt like this. And that's why I paid the money for it. But the corsets and stuff, they were like about the same price. So they were, they were how much a corset would be because corsets are, are like the really good diesel ones. They're like a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars. They're very expensive. I mean, I paid sixty dollars for my poison ivy one, and she holds up great. Sometimes she needs to be tied again because I fluctuate in weight. But my Amazon one I paid fifteen dollars for already is rusted. So and it never even fit in the boobs. And that's not how corsets are supposed to be. They're they're not supposed to have a shape like that. You're supposed to make the shape. Obviously, you measure if you're getting custom ones, but like there's not supposed to be gaps because I'm tying it so tight that I can't even breathe out of my lungs. So Amazon, get it together. 
don't order Amazon corsets unless you're literally only using it for like Halloween. But if you plan on investing and wanting it to like wear it all the time, invest in a good quality corset. So yeah, I went, I, uh, yeah, it was a good time. My friend went and got a reading. It was a good one. She didn't walk out crying this time. Last time she cried, this time she laughed. So that was a good thing. I wanted to get a reading, but honestly, I just don't want them to uh, to disappoint me anymore. Then I've already been disappointed at a reading. Because I have had my, I've had my palms ripped before. I've never got a tarot reading. Because I read my own tarot cards, but I guess I could have a professional do it for me. But a few, a few years ago, we got palms read and I, that girl was not a fake. I I do not believe for one second that she was a fake. I truly, truly believe in her. She told my friend, um, we, all three of us did it. So one friend, she told that. Something was going to happen in March, like a big, um, like a big event would happen to her in March and that she would also move like out West more, which I mean, she only moved to New Hampshire, but there's still time. She could still move over West. Uh, But the March thing, like she was waiting, waiting and thinking was going to happen like immediately. But then she got like. I think she got engaged in March. I think that was like the big thing that happened for her in it. And this girl didn't ask any questions. That's what I liked about the palm reader. She asked what we wanted to hear because that's how you do by paying. So like if you only want to hear one thing, you only pay a certain amount, yada, yada. And we all said everything. And she never asked us about stuff. And that's what I liked about her because... That's how they'll get to you. The more they ask you about things is the more they can play on it. So like if they ask you if somebody recently died and you go, oh, yeah, my grandfather. Oh, yes, I can feel him in the room. No, you can't because you wouldn't have asked me if someone died. You would have said someone recently died. I could feel him in the room. I don't know if he's close to you, blah, blah, blah. So that's how you've got to know if they're a fake or not. Because they're supposed to know. Obviously, if you're doing a tarot reading, they flip over a card and they go, oh, this one means this. So something is happening in your life, blah, blah, blah. Because they can get the vibe off the card. But like psychics, they're you're not supposed to give them all that information. The palm readers... They go by the lines. So obviously the lines mean something for you. And she just did. She didn't ask questions. So my next friend, it was so funny because she was like, you're going to have kids. And this friend did not want kids ever. Like she tried to get her tube tied at like 22 and they would not do it. She never wanted kids. And this girl was like, you're going to have children. And... Uh, what you know, one's going to be with uh, someone that you've been with before, but you're like, you're not like in love with, like you don't have anything with him. And she was just like, uh-huh, yeah, whatever. And mind you, this was a, this was a few years ago, like years, years. And I think like what, three-ish years later, she had a kid with someone that she had been with before, but they weren't like a thing. And my mind was blown. Immediately when she announced she was pregnant, me and the girl that had got our palms read with her said, oh my God, the palm reader was right. We couldn't believe it. Like it was mind blowing because she never wanted children. And you could say, well, that could happen to anyone. The palm, But how did the palm reader just know it was going to be with someone? Like, I'm not giving all the details into what the palm reader said. Like, this is just the vague detailing of stuff. But it was too true. It was just way too true of what she had said to this girl. And then it happened. Now, in my case, this is why I was disappointed. 
And I mean, I guess so far it's been true. So I wanted to know everything. And um, a lot of mine was about uh, people in my life holding me back. And this was like a lot of years ago. Again, I'm I'm making I'm stating this that it was a lot of years ago because of the fact that it's like people just think that when these readings and stuff are happening, it's like immediate gratification. Like this stuff is immediately going to happen, but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. And also, when when you get readings, it's like a tarot card. Or uh, any of that kind of like auras, all that. This is the path that you're on. So anything that they tell you is the path that you're on. You can take the information that you're given and change your path. So then the next time you ever got a reading or in the near future, those things can change because that's the whole point. You're getting something read to you so you can manifest something else or you can manifest the stuff that you want to happen because that's what life is about. Any moment in time, it's like the butterfly effect. Step on a butterfly's wing, a hurricane will happen somewhere as it wasn't supposed to. The whole point of life is that you can change the path you're on or you can stay the course that you're on. I've been trying to change that path. I think I'm just still on that path because she told me that uh, like a lot of things were holding me back from my true potential. She said that there was... um, There was things that I was passionate about that I don't let myself do because of others or like not that they're stopping me. Maybe I'm afraid of like judgment about it or I'm judging myself, but there and I, I think that's true. There's so many dream jobs that I've wanted that I stop myself from doing. I like either out of laziness procrastination which most lead to my anxiety because I'm just like oh no I don't want to do it but in reality my anxiety is like no you're afraid to do this and I've been trying slowly to get out of that and then like depression just kind of makes you like no I don't want to do anything I just have I'm worthless there's nothing important for me to do in this world I'm just going to lay and suffer like all of that but look at this podcast um, even when I get depressed about it and like, oh, no one's listening. I don't even know why I still do this. I still do it because I like doing it. So I'm trying to keep the passion alive. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to change the path that the psychic told me I was basically on. And she said that, um, there was friendships that I had that I should let go of. Uh, and all that stuff, which I never listened to except for, I guess, now because I half the friends that I was with at the time are gone. And, you know, it's like, though that was all the boring stuff, whatever. You know, I was like, oh, okay, the palm reader, she's not giving me anything cool. Like, she's telling one girl she's going to get engaged, one girl's going to get pregnant. I just have terrible friends. Not all terrible friends, you know. Terrible for my situation of me trying to grow. And then... And she went on to my love life and I have a friend, you know who you are, who always tries to remind me that, don't worry, remember 33, the infamous 33. I always hear it because she went, all right, let's talk about your love life. She's like, you like don't have relationships she's like she's like she could see it she's like you try you try but you know that all these people that you've ever tried with you always knew that they were never the one you always knew that these people were never worth it and she's like you're still going to have that and I'm like 
24, I think. No, because well, I met Brittany. So I had to have been like 25 at the time. 25, okay? And this girl goes, yeah, um, the all the other people that you are going to meet will all be flings. You'll just know that they're not going to be the one. They're never going to be serious. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I've already been dealing with this. I'm still dealing with this. And she goes, you will meet the one for you at 33. Bomb drops. Like, are you kidding me? 33. And yes, I just dropped my phone because. It's like, come on, 33, why? I'm already, I'm in my 20s. It's like, everyone around me is dating. This girl's having kids. This girl's getting married, this and that. And I still have to wait for 33. And let me tell you, she wasn't wrong. Because even, even though I tried to push relationships on people, I still knew that these people would never work out. And I'm just like, am I only thinking of it because the palm reader told me this? Like, am I getting in my own head? Even when I try to change it up and do dating differently, it still comes out as just flings. Like, I can't find anyone. But she told me straight out, 33. Like, she was like, that's... She told me, when I'm 33... And we're going to have this on record now. So if I'm still doing this podcast in two years and it happens, we'll know. But she told me that I will know that this person's the one. This person will be different, which is what obviously they always say. But she said there will just be something different about them that I I myself will know that I would I wouldn't like want to try to ruin it I wouldn't just be like oh yeah he seems like he's good but he'll probably just leave like the rest of them like I will know that this one will be the one and maybe it's because he'll stick around maybe that's the only reason I'll know he's the one (laughs) maybe he'll just be like hey you want to go on a date and I'll be like yeah yeah like they always say and then he actually takes me on the date I bet you that's how I'll know because I'll actually go on a date. So that's my experience with palm readers. But I still want to I still want to go and do another one because I'd like to know I'd like to know something else. Like anything else going on in my life, am I doing things all right? But it might not have been to me, but when my friend went and got her cards read Sunday. They did tell her that um, one of her friends was like, I don't, I don't want to misquote what the reader said, but something about either like they're struggling to find themselves or like to be find their own. Like she legit said, one of your friends is like struggling. And she has another friend that is really struggling, but she was like, it automatically made me think of you or this other person. And like the tarot reader wants us to do this whole cleanse, like lighting stuff on fire and do it, which I'm down because I need it. I need to cleanse as much as possible. But it was probably me because I'm really struggling right now with a bunch of different stuff. I know the other girl's really struggling with her identity as well. So it could be both of us, but man, I... I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> who am I? World, who am I? But I was like, Mm-mm. now you really showed me I do not want to go get my cards read because they're going to make me cry. They're going to tell me something. Whatever. And also, side note, if you're afraid to go get your cards read, the death card does not mean you're going to die. Okay. I know the movies tell you that. The movies literally really, really push that if you get the death card, you are going to die. That is not what that means. Okay? For one, you need to see which way it is. Is it facing you or is it upside down? Those are two meanings. Mind you, a tarot card, each card has two meanings. And... They all mean different things, 
the way that you play it. Well, I mean, not play it, but position it. You could put five cards down there. I used to do one where um, it would do your past, present, and future, which is probably how a lot of tarot card readers do it for people that go in. Like, if you want to know all that stuff, they'll probably do the long way, which is is forever. There's, like, two cards and then, like, a bunch of in the middle and another one. And it takes a really long time. It's a very in-depth, like, reading but you could just do you like your normal five card, six card layout, whatever. Like I said, it all depends on how you're doing it. All cards go in different positions, all this and that. But they all have two different meanings, upside down or reversed. And, you know, just normal. I guess if it's facing you and it's facing its normal that's one and if it's reversed reversed always is means bad it's if it's reversed but not bad like if you got handed the death card and it was reversed that means oh okay yes i am dying that's not what that means it just like it death like you if you get in it and you're looking at it it's looking at you it just means whatever you were struggling with is like dead and you're going on to a new life like you are your past whatever was struggling with is dying and now you're moving on it doesn't mean you're going to die so please do not be afraid of the death card when i first got my tarot cards my mom refused to let me read her because she was like if i get that death card i'm i don't i don't want to know when i'm gonna die erica I'm like, I don't know when you're going to die. Like, I can't get this card and look at it and go, oh, you're going to die. No, that's not. It's just not how it works. So don't be afraid of it. There's other cards and the tarot cards that are much more terrifying. Not death, but like you could get it and it could be like, man, your life is about to be freaking ruined. Like, there are cards that are like that in there. So don't be afraid of the death card. Because if you get it reversed, obviously it means, like, something's holding you back. Like, you, you're you not letting something go. Like, you're being stuck and you are you can't breathe a new life. So you want that puppy. You want that death card so you can just punch right through that old one and kill it. And get into a new life. But... I just, I didn't feel like crying, so maybe I'll go get one red. I mean, Salem's really not that far from me. I could really just go again and go there and get one done, but I just, I don't want anybody else to tell me how bad my life is. I already know you don't got to tell me. I don't got to pay $75 for you to tell me. <laughs> I can tell myself for free, okay? Oh. Gotta love it. So, if you've been living under a rock this uh, week, or if you're just too cool for school, then you might not realize that Facebook had a little um, boo-boo this the other day. They uh, got grounded for a couple hours, didn't they? Did it feel good, Facebook, to be banned when you can't go on social media? You could No one could even get in your building. Did someone say a word that's naughty-naughty for Facebook? Because it's funny that um, I can't say all the stuff that I was getting banned on Facebook for. But here we are. Miss Whistleblower over here. Let the whole world know that you pushed hate on Facebook on all your platforms. You didn't stop that hate. You were only getting rid of 5% of it and you were really pushing the other hate. And let's not even get started into Instagram where you knew that it was causing suicide in young girls. You knew Instagram was causing 
harm to people's images and you did nothing. The data showed that you could have stopped it. You could have done anything. And I know that people don't care about PSAs. All right. People don't care about that shit anymore. They would rather you just die. They would rather you kill yourself than you try to help anybody. And that's exactly what Facebook thought too. They went, you know what? I don't care. And this is a valuable lesson on social media that it is not what it seems, okay? And I am a victim of social media. You know, I play into its games. I get addicted. I, it's just like the, you know, the validation of sending people photos and getting attention when you feel lonely that is what social media does. It's giving you the attention that you are lacking in life, that you feel like you don't have. And it's like, once your finger just starts going, you just can't stop. I do the same thing on TikTok. I could sit there for two hours and I don't even realize that two hours is going by. But I promised myself when I got this new phone that I would not download the Facebook app, which I have not. I go on the web browser and I only use the web browser because it sucks. So I can't spend time scrolling and scrolling and scrolling because it just shows me the same five stories because the web browser sucks. Like I can't even look at my notifications because it'll say I have a new one and it's not there. Instagram, I definitely could scroll through a lot, but I don't follow a lot of people that um, make me feel insecure. But there are girls that do. They follow women and men follow men and people follow people. But it doesn't matter who they're following. There are people out there who look at these uh, Instagram baddies or look at these dudes and go, I wish I was them. I wish I looked like them. And it's I know men do it and just as much as young girls do it. So I don't want to discredit them. But we really, really push fake looking people on social media. And it's so scary that people think this is what you should look like. And these people... The problem I have with them pushing this is that they don't tell you that this is not who they are. If you want plastic surgery to change yourself, then do it. All right. If it makes you happier, do it. But don't hide it. Do not be like Khloe Kardashian. Yeah, we're calling her out for a minute. Okay. Maybe she wants to look more fake like Kim and Kylie. Go for it. If that's how you want to look, you do it. But don't lie. And when she got called out for her face changing again, which was toxic on its own on Instagram for people to just sit there and like make fun of her, that isn't right. But I understand where the people are coming from when they want to call her out and say you do get plastic surgery because she was on this like interview train where she went, I've only had stuff here and there. Like I've only gotten fillers and I had like one nose job. Girl, no, you haven't. Like your face is a completely different shape. And I know they have fillers now for your nose to do that. I know you can get like fat taken out of your cheek, which some people don't consider plastic surgery. There's like celebrities have this weird thing. Like if someone came up to me and went, hey, Erica, I went and got Botox. I got fat taken out of my cheeks and uh, put into my chin and I had some put into my nose to reshape it. I'd be like, okay, you had plastic surgery done. 
These guys on here don't consider it. And that's where they trick these young women and obviously young guys because there are guys out there. Those abs are not their own. That bicep is not their own. They do the same thing. They be taking fat and liposuctioning it into little pockets to make it look like muscles. These people all do this, but they do not state it. They will literally be like, oh my God, I did 15 squats every day for a month and got this huge ass. Trust me, this is how I got this baby. I might have a size triple zero leg, but my butt definitely fits into a size 14. No, that's not how that works. That is not how your body proportions itself. And if I get it, the butt is back, okay? I am happy that butt is back. It's my best feature. That, uh, that's what I tell everybody. That's the only thing I got going for me. And you want to know why? It's because the butt is back. When the butt wasn't a thing, when I was in high school, no one liked my butt, okay? Everyone, no one said it was good. No one. I remember when my friend, who is very flat in the back, all right? And she admits it. She's She got a flat butt. And some people like flat butts. There's nothing wrong with that. But she went up to this guy and went, who has the better butt? And he's like, obviously you do. To her, not to me. And I'm like, okay, well, it's because I'm fat. I wasn't fat back then, okay? But I thought, well, it's because I'm I'm very heavy on the bottom. And I was always told very heavy on the bottom. But that's like a thing now. If If it was roles reversed in 2021, that guy would probably have chose my butt over hers. No offense. And I'm not even, like, it sounded really rude. But I'm just giving an example of how, like, society changes. Like, big boobs were really in at the time when this question was asked. So a lot of women were getting fake boobs when I was in high school. That was what the go-to was. I know plenty of girls that I went to school with who all of a sudden went from A cups and then we graduated and all of a sudden those puppies were like D's, but their size never changed. They were still skinny, but their boobs have grown. And that was an insecurity they had with themselves. And I know plenty of people that are still insecure with their boobs. I don't like mine. I think they're all right. They're whatever. I know someone who wants it done. I know someone who wants a reduction. But they want to do it because they're uncomfortable with themselves. And celebrities are not telling you this. Are they telling you they're uncomfortable because they're famous and they're expected to look a certain way so they went and got surgery done? No. They're, they just lie to you and say that their personal trainer let them eat salads for five days straight. And now all of a sudden they don't have a double chin. Like, come on. And Facebook promotes this. Facebook told you that you need to listen to this because they didn't filter out any hate. They didn't put any warnings. They let this happen. And you could try to say it's not Facebook's fault. Okay, then do you have that same theory for a drug dealer? If the drug dealer gives your friend drugs and they died, you would go on and be like, Kill your local drug dealer. I see it all the time. Kill your local drug dealer. Because you blame the drug dealer for selling your friend the drugs. Even though your friend's the one that took the drugs themselves. But if it came to guns, the gun didn't kill the people. People kill people. But then all of a sudden... It's like this whole thing. So then why aren't we blaming Facebook? Because you love Facebook so much? Because Facebook is killing people. That is what it's doing. Instagram is killing people. They need to be accountable for it. And what ha- what happened after this whistleblower did this? Facebook shut itself down. Oh, we just there was some kind of error. I don't know what I don't know what happened. We know what happened. They shut it themselves down so they could get rid of any evidence that they possibly could. 
And the employees that couldn't get in, of course, why would you let your employees get in? This girl worked for you that blew the whistle. So you're not going to let employees in to try to save data because this girl already exposed you. These people might be like, let's do some more exposing. Let's get into this. I mean, this is the app that let a guy go live with a gun on Facebook Live. There's supposed to be monitors, okay? They're supposed to be monitoring everything every second. Obviously, I got banned for, I just posted a word and got banned. Yet this man had a gun and went and murdered people on Facebook. There have been Facebook Lives where a group of kids abused an autistic child and posted it and it stayed. There's another guy, I mean, there's a whole Netflix documentary. He uploaded himself killing kittens and he ended up being a serial killer. Facebook let those things go through. Do you know that Facebook also allows ISIS to post videos constantly of them just doing whatever? You might not see it because you don't have friends on Facebook that are sharing that or you're not part of groups, but they're there. They never take those videos down. But I can't call myself white trash as a joke. I mean, where's the logic here? Then you have Instagram where they promote bullying. I always see bullying in the comments. I mean, I see it on Facebook comments alone. They're like the guy that passed away that was murdered that I went to the funeral for. uh, Under his comments were people constantly bringing up Biden, bringing up politics, bringing up the vaccine. This man was murdered. He was not murdered over a president. He was not murdered over a vaccine. He was murdered because he didn't pay rent. Yet we have people arguing and bullying in the comments when in reality, we should have been just saying sorry for his loss or being like, this is a problem in America because this is not the first time in Maine that someone has been murdered over apartments. And on Instagram, it's the same thing. These people are just bullying constantly, constantly. I mean, it happens. It happens to me. I posted a thing. It was it was kind of during the Me Too mo- movement, but it was kind of being pushed out. And I've always been very open when people, uh, I guess you'd say sexually assault or just assault in general. That's not stuff I really hide uh, because of the fact that I want people to know that this stuff happens And I'm definitely not one of those people that just sweeps it under the rug. I will call you out for it. I mean, I've had a whole episode about the the issues that I've had in that case. But I had posted what this guy had done to me. Now, you might not see it as a big deal. But it is a big deal. This man who is a business owner, used to go to bars constantly because he was friends with everyone else in the bar and he's friends with a lot of people in town. I was waiting in line to get a water. This man came up to me, started talking to me. I laughed, I giggled, haha, whatever. A photographer said, can I get a photo with you guys? I'm this I'm like 23 at the time. This guy's definitely like 30, 40 something years old. Or if he wasn't 40, he looked it. He wraps his arm around me. This is a stranger to me until I later found out that he was actually the guy that had I had previously met at the pier because once I saw the photo of what, and the lights weren't all shining and strobe lights and everything, I recognized who this man was. He wrapped his arm around me, and as the photo was being taken, because he asked, and I said no, and as the photo was being taken, he goes to kiss me on the cheek, and the photo obviously gets taken. 
right in that moment and I'm giving the the most disgusted looking face. And me and my friends used to joke about it all the time. Like you can see in the comments, like we're literally laughing at it because of how I look. But in reality, he didn't need to kiss me on the cheek. I don't know this man. It was gross. I said no, and he did it anyways. I had previously had seen him at the pier. And the, 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 we call it the pier. It's like, and it's in our beach. There's a bar in there. They have like these stripper poles where everyone goes up and dance on them. They're not real stripper poles. They're just poles, but they have a platform so you can dance on them. I mean, they used to do booty shaking contests, wet t-shirt contests. So obviously that's what they're, they're there for. And he saw me dancing up on one of them and was like being like, oh, you're cute. Whoa. I'm like, haha. And I'm still just dancing. Like, I don't want to talk to you below me. I'm trying to dance here. All right. It's really hard to snag one of those poles. Once you get one, you, you keep it. It's like Black Friday when you get that TV that everybody wants. You don't let it go. And I was not letting it go to talk to no one. And he asked me how I shaved if I was clean down there or not. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, I answered because sometimes I'm too open about that stuff. Like I'd probably end up giving a serial killer my address because sometimes I'm just like, whatever, I'll answer it. I don't care. I'm not embarrassed by things. I'm also like 21 years old. I shouldn't have been answering that question. He should not have been asking me that question. Because I don't know this man. I've never met this man in my entire life. And that's the first thing he says to me. So I made a post on Facebook. And obviously, things like this happen to girls all the time. This this stuff has happened to me constantly. This is not just one and done. This is a consistent thing that's happened to me. And it happens to women every day, all day long. And he also didn't make my life any better after the kissing thing because he would literally like point at me and laugh. He would have other girls laugh at me. He would make like snarky remarks when he walked by because I turned down his advances. And no one ever turns down his advances because he was a drug dealer who had like businesses that were obviously drug related but he would cover them up with other businesses allegedly even though he went to jail for it so is it alleged I'm just covering my back it allegedly had businesses and because I was not that person that was impressed by his money or wanting to date him because he had money I in turn got made fun of fine whatever I don't care so I made a post about it Someone on my Facebook went and told this guy that I made a post about him. I am I'm like confessing how this man made me feel uncomfortable for the things that he did to me for making fun of me and inappropriately asking me questions and someone on my Facebook decided, "Oh, I'm going to go let him know." So then I had all of his minions, we're going to call them, because they were all these girls. I didn't have guys coming at me. And that's the funny thing when it comes to women and bullying. We're all about, like, women stick together. But women are the first to come at you when it's, when it's time. I, I have men say some stuff to me, all right? I'll give them that. But they'll always say it to my face. And they'll always say it right then and there. Women are fake like that. They only will bully you if there's an agenda for it. And these girls came at me when they should have been supporting me for being sexually assaulted by their friend. Instead, they threatened to beat me up, that I'm ugly. He would never go after someone that looked like me anyways. I had his girlfriend coming at me saying that I am not his type, which is funny because she has, like, she was brown-haired. She wasn't the, I mean, one of his exes that came at me was not the skinniest person in the entire world. So I don't understand why you're saying that I'm not his type when you, me and you clearly look the same, honey. And they were like, I'm going to come after you. Well, they're going to beat me up because I said this man sexually assaulted me. Are you kidding me? Like what? 
what? And he went and made a meme about me and compared me. And I, I know that I've told this story before, but I think I was in the midst of crying. But Facebook allowed this, okay? Facebook allowed these women to come at me, threaten me. Technically, if I wanted to sue them or take them to court, they threatened me. But I'm not like that because I don't care. We'll pull up right now, honey. I'll pull up now. I know this what happened two years ago. I'll still pull up. <laughs> Let's go. All right. I'm still young. You're probably like 37 now. I definitely could take you on. You're just a few years older than me. One of you was definitely like in your 50s. I definitely could take you on, honey. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just saying like... Facebook allowed all this to happen. They allowed a meme to happen. And in his comments, these people were going at me. Oh, my God. She's so ugly. Oh, she's running her mouth on Facebook. I didn't run my mouth. I made one post. Everyone else was running their mouth except me. And to own it and to not let it bother me, I posted that meme on Facebook myself. I was like, hey, look, I got a meme made out of me because I'm not going to let you think that you're going to get glory and validation. Wow. Nope. I'm not even going to try. I'm not going to let you get the glory. Okay. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take what you're, you're putting out about me and I'm going to own it. And, and who you compared me to is like a great artist of our time. So like, Ooh, like I'm so offended. But it's just like the Facebook let that happen. Facebook constantly lets people be bullied on there. I mean, a girl was told to drink bleach every single day. Do you remember that girl? Probably not if you're young, a listener. But this girl was bullied by schoolmates constantly because she like liked some guy that her friend had dated something stupid something so high school that they literally were making memes for her to drink bleach memes they literally it was like bleach girl and she ended up killing herself because she made a whole youtube video about how she was like upset and sad about this and people just went and spread it and was like Haha, oh my god this girl's so stupid i wish she would just go drink the bleach and then she ended up killing herself. And Facebook let that happen. They have not monitored anything. They they make more money by you being bullied. They make money by these influencers doing this. And I just, it's disgusting. It's, it's so disgusting. And uh, I live in this like weird world where do I just delete all these apps because I don't want to delete my Facebook completely because I want to keep my photos like I want my memories and I can't save all those photos I mean if Facebook went down today I would lose all of them and I'd be sad and I'd have to deal with that and I would move on but I really just keep Facebook to keep the photos but no one connects on there like I will literally throw out the idea of hey anybody want to do this and I'm not saying it because I don't want to ask my friends that I have but I'm trying to connect back to people who I I never see there are friends that I used to hang out with constantly and they just don't want to do anything anymore and the only way to get a hold of them is through Facebook because I've asked for people's numbers constantly when I wanted to get rid, when I deleted the app the first time, I was trying to reach out for phone numbers so I could contact you an old school way, like call you, text you. No one wanted to give me their numbers, but they're quick to write to you on Facebook Messenger or write on Facebook, be like, yeah, let's do this, blah, blah, blah. No. I want to make a personal relationship with you. Facebook isn't a relationship. We're not friends because we're friends on Facebook. We're not friends because we're friends on Instagram. We're friends if you are constantly, not I mean not constantly, but at least at a regular pace, keeping up with my life. If you want to be in my life, you should ask me about my life. There are people that I have better relationships that I've never met on social media 
than people that live a mile away from me. And you want to know why? Because they think that they know my life because of Facebook, because of Instagram, because of Snapchat. And that's not true. You don't know who I am. I am someone that has grown since things that I used to post on Facebook, things that I post on Facebook now. There's a whole other side of me that you're missing out on because you just, you see me post a song lyric or a meme or a quote and assume that's that's Erica, that's who she is now. I had, somebody had told me that, and I'm not calling you out on anything, but that other people... And I've been told this before, people don't like, if I post something on Facebook because it's about them and they wish that they would just tell me or I would tell them to their face. No, I'm just posting quotes. I'm just posting song lyrics. I'm bored. I'm just sitting here. I like the lyric. It felt like the thing is you could see me post a love lyric and assume it's about this crush, but it could have been about some bumble guy that I talked to when I was like, man, I'm just so in love. I'm going to post a quote. You never know what I'm posting on there. You want to know how you would know if you took the time out to talk to me and not assume that things you see online are what they appear. It's just like that. Just so easy. If you, when I go on a full rant, if I make a full paragraph about something and in my own words and not a quote, then yes, that's probably how I feel about something. But don't take what you see as who I am. And that's exactly how you have to take like Instagram. Don't see those photos and assume that's how someone is. Because that they may not be what they appear. They could be the nicest person online and the most disgusting person in real life. They could seem like a villain online and you hate this person so much. And this person in real life could be the, not Mother Teresa because she was kind of sketch. But like the nicest person who donates, who just spends time alone, who doesn't shit talk, who just likes being with family and is lonely and all this stuff. But you see them online go, "Mm, they're thirsty, they're money hungry, they're a liar, they're this, but that's not how they are in real life. So if you really truly want to know who someone is, put your phone down, unless you're calling them, So call them first, then put your phone down and go spend a day with them and see how that person really is and stop getting your valid validation. (laughs) Wow. It's like I was just having this moment and then my pronunciations just ruin it. But anyways, stop getting your valid validation (laughs) from Facebook. Stop it. Don't do it anymore and go learn about people again go do it because if this ban if this grounding shutdown didn't teach you anything is that at a moment's notice you might not have social media anymore look at my space it was there and then it was gone and they didn't tell anybody aim is the same way it was there for years it was just there and then they went poof gone it is just gone all the memories of us going, do, 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 be right back, LOL. And then you put all your friends' initials and then a quote. That's all gone. Those memories is just what you have. MySpace, the old way, obviously MySpace is still there, but how it looked, it's gone. All those photos that you ever had on there, I can access some of them, but most of them are just gone. And that could be Facebook. Well, that will be Facebook one day. That will be Instagram one day. Those things will just be gone. So you got to stop relying on social media as a way of you connecting and still being friends with people because that's not true. Connection is connection, is you making an effort to be there for someone, to ask them about their lives. And I'm no better. Like there are people that I don't connect with, but that's because... 
again, I felt like they were using only social media to stay in the know about me. And the only time that they really ever want to message me is about their own life, which is fine. I will be there for them. I will listen. If that's how you, you know, you, you trust me enough that you want to talk to me about certain things to all those people, you can still continuously do that. But I'm not going to try to reach out for my sake because I know that you, you don't care. You only care because you're getting your updates through an app. And if that's how you want to do it, go for it. But you're going to have to learn in time that that's not going to be there. And then what are you going to do? How are you going to make those connections? Because people will see through you. People will see that you never tried before. So why try now? So you've got to be careful. Tread the waters so gently and just get out there please. It's really like, I, I, I kind of want to do like a whole um, in depth episode about this because I've gone way over. <laughs> but just remember, social media is bad for your mental health. And go outside, take a breather, put the phone down. And go out there and connect with people again. But only put the phone down after you're done listening to this episode, which is now over. So see you next week. Have a great day. Do something with your life. Have a great weekend. Kiss, kiss. Peace the fuck out.